0: Hello and welcome to Views from the Market, Mid-Market Private Equity and M&A in Canada. My name is Mario Negro. I'm a partner in the Private Equity M&A Group at Sveik Minnelli. For today's podcast, I'd like to welcome our special guest, Corrado Paina. Corrado is the Executive Director of the Italian Chamber of Commerce of Ontario. Corrado, thank you for joining us. My pleasure, Mario. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Corrado, I mean, you have been a driving force between economic activity between Canada and Italy and Europe and Canada for many, many years. You've seen a lot and you're still young at heart. And so I'm excited to talk a little bit about your experience and all you've seen in terms of activity and business and opportunities for both ways between Canada and Europe and especially Italy and the other ways. So lots to talk about today. But first, we always ask our guests, to start by telling us a little bit about themselves, about what they do in your case, about the chamber, the Italian chamber and uh, the role that you play in the marketplace.
1: Yes. Well many people don't know how old is this organization. The organization was founded in nineteen sixty one in Toronto. The reason was that there were a lot of uh, Italian entrepreneurs and they felt the need to connect with their country. They were here, they were first uh, generation, some other second, third generation Canadian, and they felt that the need to connect with Italy. You know, when I say 61, it's only substantially, as you know, 16 years after the Second World War, things were changing quite quickly for the community, for the Italian community, and the community was getting more and more integrated. The activity at the very beginning, the mandate, was really to connect with Italy and start to set up a network of business relationship. Throughout the years, the Chamber has become a company, substantially, it's not anymore an agency it is really run as a company and it is a company that actually works as a broker between investors and exporters and joint venture or any person that feels the constellation of business today is involved in the chamber if we're talking about business between italy and canada and that's substantially what the chamber does today enhance relationship, which are very complicated, very complex because of CETA, because of other changes that took place in the market in the last 20, 25 years. And so it's quite exciting. It's a very elastic market with an incredible increase in terms of trade exchange from Canada and Italy too.
0: I mean, Corrado, you and I have worked together many years in terms of opportunities for both Canadian companies looking at Italy and Italian companies looking at Canada. I think you said it very well when it's kind of a dynamic and evolving. And I know when we look back in terms of w- where the opportunities were and where they are now, I wanted to get your perspective on what have you seen? What have you seen in terms of the evolution of both both Canadian yes. businesses yes. looking yes. to do deals or opportunities in Europe and vice versa? European companies, Italian in particular, looking to do activity in Canada.
1: Yes. I think, you know, Mario, the attitude is really the mindset for a long, long time. Italy was seen as the country of agri-food, food, food, perhaps mandolino and spaghetti. And Canada was seen as a very detached country, always uh, growing in the shadow of the United States. While these things don't happen anymore, Canada has a clear idea today of the importance in the European market of the role of Italy, which is one of the three main countries with Germany and France. But And as well, Italy understands really well the role that Canada plays today since 2008 on forward, you know. The two countries have a lot to do, a lot to say, and a lot to give to each other. The trade exchange has been increasing exponentially to a level almost worth billion dollars. Italy now is the sixth partner of Canada. But I think the most exciting moment is really the incredible variety of products, and also on the level of the investments. What is happening on that level is quite exciting. And I think we can eventually focus on these two issues. One is really the incredible amount of goods, items, that fill the market and the flow between the two countries. And the other one is really how both countries start to look at the other country as a place to invest, which I think is really the biggest accomplishment
0: today for the two countries have reached, I would say. Now, I know... You and I spent a lot of time when Canada was looking at putting together a free trade agreement with Europe, and we both spent a lot of time kind of educating both on the Italian and on the Canadian side. Now, of course, we've been lucky enough to be able to live this free trade agreement that we've now had for still young agreements, still new, still you know developing itself, but I wanted to get your perspective on what you've seen with the free trade agreement and, you know, are you seeing what we thought would happen? I mean, I know I'm seeing an increased trade, so I know that part's been good, but I want to get your perspective on what else you're seeing out of the free trade agreement between Canada and Europe. I will always remember a trip we did together to
1: Italy, and we realized, you know, Italy was not anymore just the country of the made in Italy, the traditional made in Italy fashion design, you know, but it was a country with a huge, huge component of, I would say, the new economy, environmental economy, innovation, technology, and so on. In all of this frame, the CETA agreement at the very beginning scared both countries. There were tension, if you remember, in particular for what concerning some products on the agri-food side. But I would say that since the inception, the trade exchange has been growing and growing. And even during the difficult times of COVID, the exchange, the trade exchange has been growing, which shows that the CETA is really working. At the very beginning, we had a lot of concerns and you and I were involved in the first person in trying to sell the agreement also to our clients, to our members and so on. But I would say really that today the two countries are really accomplishing a lot thanks to this agreement. But has brought, as you know, a zeroing of all the duties on many products, and therefore it's always more that can be done. But it's quite incredible what happened in the last four years, really, five almost. But I would say, you know, the two years of COVID and the time after have really shown the strength of this relationship and how this relationship has been affected by CETA in in a very positive trend, a very
0: positive way. You know, one of the things, Corrado, that we were telling both Italian companies and European companies and Canadian companies about CETA, I've been seeing it more and more is that Canada's a bridge. And it's a bridge for American companies who want to get to Europe by using Canada as the base, which of course creates opportunity for Canada. But it's also a bridge for European companies who want to get to the US by using Canada as a base. And I've noticed some of the advantages of CETA in terms of, you know, increasing the profile of Canada, both from a European perspective, but then also from a North American perspective. I've definitely noticed that you've been seeing that too.
1: Very much, very much. Canada was looking for a chance to diversify markets and was quite shy toward Europe before CETA, in fairness. And we saw more and more Canadian companies interested in Europe. Europe is is, you know, when you say Europe, you say a country and you say a lot of countries. So Europe can be Germany, can be France, but then you tend to move from Denmark to another country. could be the closer one or the farthest one, but it's still a huge group of countries, of nations, of states and of economies. And Canada is really catching completely now the meaning of the European Union very, very much. United States too, in a way. But it's quite interesting how Canada has been playing a very interesting role, a role of not only moral support, but a role as a protagonist in the European market. The last was really the agreement that happened just a few weeks ago between Germany on the energy side. But it's happening every day. Every day we have companies that want to go there, they want to work there. There's also, you know, the mobility that sit abroad in terms not only of uh, professionals that they change country and go to work in other places, in this case, Europe and Canada but also, you know, all the issue of procurements and tenders. So I will say that we are just at the beginning of the, we're just pushing the horizon, but there's a lot that can be done in terms of pushing the horizon to its
0: extreme. One of the things, Curado, that I wanted to touch on, you already kind of brought it up, but I wanted to drill down on is the hope of CETA. And I think the evolution of trade between Canada and Europe has been to diversify. Yes. And it both from Italy and Europe's perspective, but from Canada's perspective. And I just wanted to spend a little more time on that. Because yes. I think there's definitely been more diversification than people realize in terms of the activity between Canada and Europe. So I want to get your sense on what you've been yeah. seeing in the last five years in terms of, you're at the front line, so you're seeing a lot. Yeah, Get well, your me... sense of what you're <laughs> seeing on diversification.
1: Mario, let me give you an example, which sounds, you know, futile, perhaps. Soccer. Soccer is becoming a huge thing. Right now, in Italy, practically all the team of A-series are substantially for sale. They could be sold, if not all of them a good 90 percent. Eleven already have been bought by foreign investors, two of them by Canadian. You know, Bologna and Florence and Firenze, the two teams, are owned by Comiso and by Saputo, two big Canadian investors. And the market is there. It's a very interesting market, extremely, very exciting, a huge profit. And the idea is uh, following the example of Juventus, and I hope I'm not bothering anybody right now talking just about soccer, but soccer is an example of the new relationship that are taking place between Italy and Canada. I could mention a lot of sectors that are smaller and perhaps definitely more important in a certain way. Technology, for sure, artificial intelligence. That's an incredible exchange in that sense. Or environmental products. Italy, for this is the third country in Europe for environmental products. And there's a huge market in Canada. And not to mention, you know, Mario, which is always important, that when we talk about Italy and Canada, we talk about mechanics, machinery. The exchange is huge, and Italy exports almost two billion and a half billion 5 in machinery. And that remains really the main item. But people will still think that the exchange between Italy and Canada is based substantially on food, on cheese, on wine. No, this is a great, great sector, but it's definitely not the sector. The sector is everything that is about innovation, machinery, mechanics, technology. That's where really the two big nations are really playing cards together, I would say. And the to, other
0: thing to that point, Corrado, and I know we've seen this, is. You know, when people think about what the free trade agreement between Canada and Italy did, they tend to think of it, I think it's one of the huge successes, is they tend to think it was created for the large companies to trade. But the large companies were already trading between Canada and Europe. Absolutely. And so the whole point of the free trade agreement, and I think where it's really done a good job of what I would call kickstarting, whatever you want to call it, encouraging those small, medium-sized Italian businesses and those small, medium-sized Canadian businesses to feel like there's no obstacles. And I know we've talked about this, but maybe your experience and what you're seeing about that whole new, you know, which is kind of a revolution that everybody from a policy perspective wanted from CETA because the big companies were already doing activity. That was easy. They were already there. And you're totally
1: right. Big companies were already there. And as you know, in Italy, big companies are very few. Uh, you know, so the ones that are, can be considered big companies were already working with Canada, or oh, in any case, they were moving independently from the trends. Cita really opened the doors to what is the, I would say, the bone, the backbone of uh, Italian economy, the small and medium size, which are coming here in huge numbers, not just in the sector of somewhere some would say of food. That's one of the big ones. And if you look at Toronto, obviously, it seems that Toronto is in a good part invaded by Italian restaurants, Italian food, and so on. But there's actually an incredible exchange under any sector. And you can just mention, I'm working right now with a company in the steel industry. In the, This week, I spent the whole week working with two companies. They were definitely enthusiastic because of the kind of streamlined approach that there is from Canada towards foreign investors, which is something that really pleased them. And they chose Toronto as the place to be. Actually, one is moving toward Hamilton, between Toronto and Hamilton, GTA, let's say, uh, and the other one is Toronto. But those are just two of the many companies that every day come from Toronto. From Canada, we can't say that it's exactly the same. I would say there's definitely more companies from Italy coming here, but there's such a a growing interest. And we see it under, in uh, we see in different sectors, from finance to industrial, to industry, to services. And as I said, you might not go to Italy first, you go to Germany, but then you go to Italy because Europe is about that. It's about all these countries working together. So once you're in one country, that becomes the springboard for the dive into the European market at large.
0: Good. And I always ask our guests, I call it the crystal ball question about where they see the market going. And obviously, you know, there's a lot of factors out there, whether it's people talk about recession or they talk about inflation and they talk about interest rates. Where do you see the market going from that kind of Canada, Europe, Italy trade? And given the times that we're in, what's your expectations for the year to come for what's coming up do you still see it to be dynamic even regardless of the economic conditions that people are concerned about
1: it will be dynamic from one side for sure from italy to canada because the economy is definitely different and we know what's happening in europe there's a conflict which has affected greatly the economy of the three main countries, Germany, France, and Italy. So there's definitely interest in coming to Canada and investing in Canada. We don't see any kind of stop in that sense. There are concerns all over, and I'm not definitely... I thank you very much for thinking that I could come up with a reply to your question. But I'm definitely not the kind of aspect that could give a satisfactory reply. Personally, I think, you know, that we have seen some difficult moments. There's a strong psychological component, but I can't say that I'm working less. I'm actually saying that we're working more and more in the last months, perhaps because of the things that are happening on the side of transportation, on the side of different markets that have been affecting for the good and for the bad. But there's still an incredible, enthusiastic response from both countries. In terms of trade exchange and in terms of investments, as I said, Italy invests a bit more, definitely is more. Its interest toward Canada is more spread, but I would say that Canada is doing a really great job in getting close to Italy. And we're actually working with the Canadian embassy in Rome very well and the consulate the honorary consulate in Milan. And I have to say that the, the relationship is, is still strong. You know, I could say like everybody else, yes, you know, we're going toward interest rate and some sort of a recession and the inflation, but I must say that we're working still every day. Don't want to sound blind or dumb, but I'm quite optimistic in the sense that we might be able maybe to, to sail and get to the harbor with not too much damage.
0: Can I ask you, Corrado, I want to get a sense from you, if you had to say were one or two opportunities for a Canadian company, whether it's sector- or space for Canadian company going to Italy, yeah. and our Italian company coming to Canada. Where do you see the what yes. I call the hidden gems—the yeah. ones that are you're seeing more and more of? I'll give you an example. For it's been you know Italian. I mean, I have a lot of Canadian companies using Italian technology in cannabis. Absolutely, because it's not legal in Italy, but in Canada, they you know a yeah. lot of joint ventures, acquisitions of Canadian companies of Italian technology in the cannabis space, which yes. is very advanced. And ideal. And I'm seeing a lot of that in my work. But I'm curious if you're seeing anything like that, you know, stuff where you say sectors where people don't appreciate the volume or the interest or the activity
1: i see two sectors and i just want to inform your audience that actually the italian chamber of commerce now got a desk from promos promos is a huge organization working with the chambers in italy in particular the chambers of milan and we represent them now in terms of bringing investments from canada to italy two sectors we identified aerospace doing really, really well. The Italian aerospace is one of the really the most important and active in the world. And Canada has a very strong aerospace sector, so great connection can be built there. The other one is tourism. Tourism is increasing dramatically. Canadians before COVID were going to Italy in a number that was exponential, growing year after year. The same trend is happening right now, and the Italian government is really focusing on tourism and invest in, in attracting investment from foreign countries. So I will look definitely into the sector, from the real estate to obviously to everything that is related to tourism. Huge, huge
0: opportunities.
1: And also a lot of fun,
0: I would say, because it's definitely a fun sector. Good. I want to thank you for joining us. It's been great to get your perspective on the relationship between Canada and Europe and particularly Italy when it comes to trade. And you've been a champion of trade between Canada and Italy for many years and many success stories are attributed directly to the hard work that you've put in. And it's been great to have you join us and tell us about your passion and tell us about the opportunity. So thank you so much for joining.
1: I want to thank you for this opportunity. It was great. Your podcast is great. And I really thank you for the opportunity you gave me today.
0: Thank you.